You shot the robots there. Oh, you're rushing to get the Devonese pizza real deal for 1990. 1990? I disagree. You need to prove it uh, to me. That's the price, Mr. Naidu. 1990. Hey, Chineke. This guy doesn't know that the real deal is 1990. Oh, shame. I hope you're not joking. I'm recording this. Oh, my father never heard me on radio before. <laughs> it's not a joke. Believe it. The Debonair's Pizza Real Deal. Available in chicken and cheese or bacon and cheese for only 1990. Debonair's Pizza. Try something amazing. Lotus FM News with Sureshin Pillay. Five o'clock at afternoon, Reserve Bank Governor Lesetia Khanyaho has explained the reasoning behind the Monetary Policy Committee's decision to keep interest rates unchanged. The repo rate will remain at 6% and the prime lending rate at 9.5. Earlier today, data from Statistics South Africa showed that headline consumer inflation slowed to 4.6% in August from 5% in July. Khanyahu says inflation still worries the MPC. The inflation outlook remains a concern for the Monetary Policy Committee, with risks to the forecast assessed to be on the upside. The MPC is concerned about domestic growth prospects, with the economy contracting in the second quarter. Growth is expected to remain constrained by global developments and associated uncertainty and uh, volatility. Low business and consumer confidence and electricity supply shortages. We have to be mindful of the second round effect of supply side shock on inflation. Political parties have weighed in on the taxi strike in Durban, accusing the government of failing to address the problems. Commuters in Aitekwini Metro have been left stranded for two days after taxi operators embarked on a strike. They are demanding the release of hundreds of taxis impounded by city police for not having operating permits. IFP National Chairperson Blessed Gwala says the government is responsible for the chaos due to failure to issue permits timelessly. We are putting this thing at the door of the government who have failed dismally to rectify the situation, which has caused a chaotic situation and tempering the economy of Erin and almost of the country. Because it's the same government that is actually supposed to issue permits, but at the same time it is the same government that is actually impounding the vehicles. The South African Institute of Race Relations says it expects the annual crime statistics being released next week to reveal a hike in the country's criminal activity. It says looking at crime trends over a 20-year period, aggravated robbery and murder has increased in the last two years. The institute says the murder stats increased for the first time in 17 years last year under National Police Commissioner Ria Pieja's leadership. The institute's crime analysis, Kerwin Lebon, says the police leadership is failing to implement strategies to combat the steady increase of violent crimes in the country. The police have not come up with a comprehensive strategy to counter aggravated robberies and to push the morale of the SAPS members, which is what General Piquetele did in his area. Uh, there was a lot of confidence in him, in his leadership, uh, but we expect to see uh, an continuing increase in aggravated robberies. Although uh, previous minister Natim Tetwa came up with a 10-point plan, uh, there was nothing really concrete in that plan uh, around the strategy to, com- to combat the increasing violence of aggravated robberies. News from other parts of the continent now. Burkina Faso's interim president, Michel Kafando, who was taken hostage in a coup last week, has saluted the international community for rejecting the action. 
Earlier West African leaders arrived in the country to witness the reinstatement of Kafando. And a peace deal signed yesterday. The presidential guard, which ousted the civilian government, will return to their barracks while the army withdraws from the capital, Ouagadougou. The BBC's Maud Julian reports. The coup leader, General Gilbert Diendere, greeted the West African leaders alone at the airport this morning. He has agreed to hand power back to the civilian interim president, Michel Cafondo, today. But his troops still control several key positions, including the national television and the presidential palace. The elite presidential guard that's been described as an army within the army arrested the country's president and prime minister after a commission suggested that their military units should be Dismantled. And finally, a survey of business in China has indicated that manufacturing has been declining as its fastest rate this month since March 2009. The in Market Manufacturing Purchasing Managers Index fell to 47 in September, below forecasts of 47.5 and down from 47.3 in August. The disappointing data will stoke concerns about slowing growth in China. BBC's Andrew Walker reports. The survey, a regular monthly exercise, provides further evidence that China's long period of prodigious economic growth is coming to an end. The figures suggest that manufacturing activity has declined in September. That the economy is slowing is well known. The big question is whether the transition to a rate of growth that's more sustainable for the future will be a turbulent process. Top story at 5 o'clock. Reserve Bank Governor Lesetia Hanyako has explained the reasoning behind the Monetary Policy Committee's decision to keep interest rates unchanged. I'm Sureshin Pele. Headlines in half an hour.